0: friend, were you thinking of giving up, thinking that the tasks were a bit too hard, the load too heavy for you to bear, and the burden just too much? Well, I understand, I've been there, but can you stick around for just a little while so that we can encourage you that the best is just ahead? I'm Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey podcast, a weekly podcast all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. I promise some transparent and inspiring conversations. And this week, y'all, I got my dear sister, friend, and soror, minister Crystal Berry. Hey, Ashley. (laughs) Crystal and I met close to ten years ago. It's been a while. It's been a long time, and I have been admiring Crystal for so many reasons. And as I have been preparing for this interview, I was able to put into words why you embody fearlessness, love, and style. I mean, y'all, let's
1: (laughs) don't do it, Ashley. Let's be very, very clear. I'm trying to be like you try to be like you
0: let's be very (laughs) very clear the girl stays fly (laughs) but in all seriousness in 2019 you made a very serious decision Mm. to accept the call to preach Mm. i really want to dive in to your the journey that led you there and then what god has in store for you next but as i mentioned This podcast is about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. So Crystal, complete this sentence.
1: Joy to me is indestructible. Wow. Yeah. Life happens, right? Like. We go through so many seasons of life. We go through so many facets of life. It's consistently changing. I think the more things change, the more they stay. You know, sometimes we say the more things change, the more they stay the same. But for me, life is just always changing. And joy for me it has to be indestructible. Mm. It has to be able to exist beyond what I'm going through. It has to be able to be maintained beyond what I see, what I hear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it just has it has to be indestructible. And so for me, um, holding on to something that can't be tampered with. Wow. Right? Like it, it can't be it can't be manipulated by anybody else you know, outside weather conditions. You know how we in Texas, we got to mm. prep for freezing and all that kind of stuff. You got to put stuff around your pipes. I ain't got to do none of that with, my, with the joy that I have, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, your grand your grandparents would say a long time ago, you know, this joy I had, the world didn't give it work well, and the world can't take, it, take it, away. it away. And so I would say it, but, you know, I didn't really know because I hadn't lived it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference. You can hear something, and, you know, it's like, oh, that sounds really good, but once you live it, it comes alive, mm-hmm. right? So it has to be indestructible. Already. <laughs>
0: I didn't say this, and I, I should have, so charge it to my heart. Go ahead and pause right here. Go get your notepads, and then come back. We'll still be here, Ooh, I promise, because yes. she is going to drop some jewels. Oh, I Lord. already feel it oh, in Lord. my spirit. Oh, Lord. So, Crystal, you talked about needing that indestructible mm-hmm. joy. Have you had moments where it was like, whew, okay life mm-hmm. you you really you I,
1: Listen, life is life I was told, <laughs> just about to say that life excuse you know I'm an English professor but life be life sometimes. <laughs> okay, it, it really be life and I was looking at um a post on social media and somebody said you know those weapons lord you know I know you said they wouldn't prosper but they kind of look like they prosper you know it's kind it. of one, it, one of those situations um it's it's man like for instance, I, there's there's so many things that happen right like you just you have your own personal life right mm-hmm. and if you're an impact like me you see other people suffering or you see suffering in the world and it affects you too right so you you learn how to bear other people's burdens and hopefully it doesn't overwhelm you too much but you still have concern so you go through 2019 was crazy right mm-hmm. like I was at the end of 2019 October was like when I preached my first sermon like publicly right or whatever it was that was october 2019 we move into december i have no clue that a pandemic is coming Mm -hmm. like no clue at all and i'm in the middle of some very life-changing decisions like Mm -hmm. eternally changing you know what i mean and so um yeah life happens all the time like it's just i don't know there has to be that kind of joy has to bring about hope Oh, wow. Right? That kind of joy has to bring about hope. Um, Otherwise, you're just going to, there's too much happening on a consistent basis. Like, it's always a sense of trying to catch your breath right? Mm. Like you're always trying to catch your breath. Like if it's something, you know, for instance, you own a house, you know, there's always something you got to tell about it. If you're in, if you work in a church, you always got something that's going on with the church. If you're in a secular space, you work at NASA Mm -hmm. or you work somewhere else, there's always something that's changing and you always have to catch your breath. That's why your joy has to be consistent and maintained. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you keep going in the middle of so much chaos, right? And not, like maybe every day is not bad, right? Mm-hmm. And so you take deposits of joy. Mm. right? So on days where nothing is going on, you know, some people say like, my life is so boring and stuff like that. Those days when everything is just so placid, that's my joy. Because mm. I hold on to days like that, so when chaos does come, it's like, do you remember that day when everything was just peaceful? Their reserve. Do you remember? Yeah, Do you, it, it's in your reserve, right? Mm. You hold on to stuff like that. So, I mean, life, again, life be life and It it does. I wonder, did you
0: come to this on your own? Or were you brought up in this culture? Um, did you inherit this understanding that joy needed to be um, indestructible?
1: I think it's. I think it's both. Okay. Right. I think you're influenced. I think we're all influenced by the environments that we grow up in. Mm-hmm. And in my environment, environment or in our environment, the story of our people, mm-hmm. right, is to persevere and to find joy in doing it. We are some of the most marginalized people in this world, not just this country, Mm -hmm. but in this world. And still my people find a way to have joy in everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that it's just kind of embedded in you. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you you learn it and you you take it on and then you go through your own. So so usually when you're taught that that's something that somebody tells you and then there's a joy that you get because you live it. Yeah. Just talked about it, right? So you get that information from your your elders, from your family, your environment, your teachers, whoever you get it from school, wherever, uh, Sunday school, church, whatever. You get it from them, and then there's a joy that you get that you live, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have your own experiences, yeah. and it's cool for somebody else to tell you that things you know mm-hmm. things gonna work out, you know you can have joy, all that kind of stuff. But when you go through a dark season, and then you can see the as my grandmother would say, the sun peeking through the clouds, Ooh. you know. I mean, it's just different. It's such a it's it's such a different. But I think both of them. I I don't think they're mutual exclusive. Right. I think you need both. You I need think both. you need the testimony of other people, mm-hmm. and then I think you need your own experience.
0: Yeah, I agree. I definitely think you need both, because that gives you a foundation. Sure. Absolutely. Of knowing, okay, even if I hadn't experienced yet, I know somebody else has. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I know somebody else has gone through loss and survived. Okay. I know somebody else has gone through joblessness and survived.
1: Is that not why we go through what Mm -hmm. we go through for somebody else? Right? So there's like that piece that you go through for you, but your, what you go through is not just for you. It's for somebody else to see. Right? So Mm -hmm. it's an example to somebody else. I think you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Did y'all get all of that? (laughs) That's just the first part. (laughs)
1: Ashley, <sighs> <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be we good. might need a
0: part two. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. So was it that definition of joy that led you to accept your call to ministry? No. And and let me ask you: Is the call to ministry and the call to preach
1: different? Yes. Was it joy that led me there? No. And I'm I'm a very transparent that wasn't, it wasn't something I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You, you have to know my personality. My personality is not, I don't one, not every person called to ministry is called to preach. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, not every person called to preaching ministry wants to be in front of people. Mm -hmm. And if you know my personality, you know, I'm such an introvert. Like I've become this chameleon of an introvert because I've always had to be, um, I've always had to kind of transform in different crowds because that was just kind of the life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've become sort of a chameleon. But that it was preaching wasn't something I wanted to do by any means. As a matter of fact, twenty nineteen was the year that I preached my first sermon, but twenty nineteen, what preceded that probably started in twenty fourteen. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. There was oh man <laughs> I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. So I think answering a call like this, one, it takes it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. I, any, any call. I'm not, because you're a dickiness. Mm-hmm. Any call. I think you approach it gently. Mm-hmm. You approach it in a sense where it's just like, I'm not in a rush to get to this place because I want to make sure that I am committed mm-hmm. to what I've been called to. Correct. Right? One of the things that we were kind of talking about this in class last night, but one of the things that was kind of um, hard was that. I think when you are coming into a call and you're starting to acknowledge the call within you, um, Satan does what he does. And Mm -hmm. he uses people to discourage that. And Mm -hmm. sometimes your joy can be, um, if you allow it, people can kind of tamper with your joy, Mm -hmm. right? Because there should be, for me, it was, okay, I feel like I'm called to preaching ministry that was specific to me. I thought that I would be like, oh, wow, like, I got this call. Like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Like, I feel like I'm, oh, my gosh, I might be a preacher. But there was just so much, like, that came with it because it was this super, super place of, like, humility for me um, trying to figure out what all that meant. Right. You know, like, I'm going into three years and I still – I'm still figuring Figuring it out what all that means. Right. Um, and then unfortunately there are people who have their opinions about what you do and just to, to, to shoot straight. I thought a lot of my app- opposition would be from men, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I really thought a lot of the opposition. I thought a lot of the joy killers <laughs> and the joy snatchers <laughs> would be men because that's what we, have that's what we've historically, Absolutely. you know, we've at least been, we've seen and we've been told. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just figured it was just going to come from this. So I was preparing myself. Yes. I was preparing myself uh-huh. to be like, okay, well, Men, you know, the guys may not necessarily, you know, agree with this. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of have to, I was putting my guard up and preparing myself for them. I had no clue. Yeah. That it was actually the women. Yes. Mm -hmm. I had no clue Mm -hmm. that sexism exists
0: within, Uh but it's
1: maintained by women. Mm -hmm. I had no clue. Pillow talk, all that kind of stuff. It was maintained. So I was disappointed. Yes. And disappointment can rattle your joy Absolutely. you know what I mean so it was it was stuff like that and I mean get, getting having that call there were four people I told when it initially happened um I think I told my pastor um at the time it was Pastor Cosby I told mm-hmm. my husband at the time I told um I told my mom and I told one other person um I think it was Reverend Regina Allen mm-hmm. we talked so um, I told four people, um, and no, it was five. It so one more person. So I told these individuals. I limited to that, and I'm like, okay, I, th- I believe that this is what's happening. And so this is not necessarily a call to, like, a, a note or a, a message to say, what can I do now? Right? Mm-hmm. It was really just the first step of getting it off my chest. Right. Cause I had held it for so long. What was happening was there were so many different churches that were like, Hey, would you come and speak at our church? Would you come and, you know, do this? And it just, you know, they call it speaking. They don't mm-hmm. call it preaching. They right. call it speaking. And so it was all these speaking engagements and it was just, it was apparent like, you know, and mm-hmm. I remember one of my friends, um, he was telling my ex-husband, he said to him, he said, I don't know what you're going to do, hmm. but your wife it's called a ministry. Hmm. So I don't know how that looks like, you know, what that looks like, you know, what the, the process is for you all in your home and mm-hmm. in your church and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just letting you know, like that's going to be a part of, you know, her reality. So it was really getting through that. Um, it was, it was difficult. We probably have to talk about it in another podcast, yeah. <laughs> but it was difficult being married. It was, it was difficult in our relationship and our marriage only because it's just it's it's new. Anything mm-hmm. you bring into a marriage, you know what I mean, that wasn't there when you all got right, there. Right, right. You have it's to a, adjust. Mm-hmm. What is, it could be a child, you know what I mean. And so it's not like this is you know something you know that that there there aren't other facets that kind of um, change or shift marriages. But it's it's new. It's, it's, it's something, yeah, and it's a huge difference Mm -hmm. so now you got to figure out how to deal with
0: all
1: that Mm -hmm. that's major yeah
0: and that's actually you addressed one of uh, one of my questions because it's interesting becoming a deacon Mm. it's one of those things where I never thought I never even considered being a deacon Mm. because the world didn't look like me Mm. so once we became ordained and and I'm grateful I had two deacon sisters uh, mm. that went through the process with me it was like okay I had somebody that looked like me yeah. that talked like me that dressed like me but in a world for you yeah I ha- I wonder what that feels like um and so that was one of my questions and so the second part is how did you encourage yourself in those mm. seasons
1: and how do you continue to encourage yourself? What does that look like? Gotcha. Let me say this before I answer that question. I may ask you that that question again. Mm-hmm. So I, I just corrected myself in my head, and I want to correct myself out sure. loud because I think language is important. Language is what we communicate, right? Mm-hmm. And language, our language has has to be intentional. Just in that moment to correct myself from something that is so, um, so automatic mm-hmm. to call you deaconess instead of deacon. Right. Mm-hmm. For me, that makes a difference. Language makes a difference. So I even have to be aware of what I say, you know what I mean? And correct some things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the story that that's the story of of a lot of 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 a lot of things that we um, maybe a lot of things that we encounter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if we're going to maintain joy, if we're going to have joy in different situations, then we have to check how we communicate, mm. we have to check what we say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it affects what we plan to do mm. to your, to, to the question. So how did I find joy? Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you encourage yourself? How did I encourage myself? One? I think prayer is always in order. Mm. Um, always has been, um, my life is inundated with prayer. Mm. Uh, not that <clears throat> I'm the most incredible prayer warrior, or anything like that, but my life has been inundated with prayer too. I think it's not just, so in Exodus chapter two, um, there's like this story of uh, the mother Moses, right? Mm -hmm. And how she basically hides him from Pharaoh so that he can have a life. He can grow up. And we know Moses ends up becoming this amazing figure who helps lead uh, lead Israel, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that happened was, she was tasked to protect her child by making some some very important decisions right. but it wasn't that she was able to make those decisions just just make those decisions on her own with her husband husband amram it was also that there were some midwives nearby mm. who were also helping her so for me it's not enough it's an, it's necessary for me to um be prayerful and to 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 Figure out what joy looks like for me, how Mm -hmm. I can add components of joy to my life. But I think it's important for you to surround yourself with people. Oh, yeah. Speak on it. Right? It's important for you to surround yourself with people. If you know, you know, there were some people, and hear me, there were some people who I realized just weren't going to get down with women Mm preachers. And they were close to me. And I had to be okay with it. Yeah. I wasn't trying to force it down their throats. Mm -hmm. That's just not what they that's not what how they grew up. Right. They just they weren't in a place where they wanted to accept it. Now if the Lord chose to change their hearts later on, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But they just weren't in a place where they were, you know, accepting of that. Mm-hmm. So I had to surround myself with people who weren't necessarily like there to like hype me up, like, oh, just jump in here at first. But people who were there to say, I support you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the other piece was I tell this I tell this all the time I was like being prayerful about you know, preaching and all that kind of stuff and what this would look like for Mm -hmm. me. And I remember praying and I was like, Lord, why would you give me a call like this in a place that doesn't even accept it? Mm -hmm. Like, why would you put me, you, I'm in a, you know, I'm married and I'm supporting my husband and we're at this church and they ain't having it like at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I'm saying, I was saying to myself, Why? For days. I'm like, why would you bring me here and give me this? You know, and it's it's not something where it's just like, oh, well, you can just think about it and put it down. No, this is like clearly taking over my psyche. I remember working and I would intentionally get to the top of my day, finish everything I could just so I could write sermons at the end of my day. Right. So it had taken over like drink. It had taken over my life. Oppressing. It would have taken over everything. And so it was, though I wasn't interested in doing it, I had a a passion started developing, Mm -hmm. right? And so I'm like, Lord, well, why would you bring me to this place and and have me doing this? And so I remember praying very clearly. He was just like, listen, I know you're here. I sent you here, right? So you got two options. You can pout about what is, or you can prepare for what you want. Woo! And I was like... No, no. No, no. Well, we won't like, do. No, no. I was like... Well, no. dang, You had to talk to me like that. <laughs> I was like, man, it's, it's rough around here. It's cold in here. You know, but I mean, literally, he was like, you can pout about what people are saying you can't do, or you can prepare for what I called you to do. And Ooh. that's how I got to seminary. Because it was like, well, if I'm going to be waiting and dealing with... I mean, with... Lord, but... <laughs> If I'm going to be waiting, dealing with the the craziness, mm-hmm. then I'm going to prepare myself. So when I get out of this situation and I'm in a better situation, I ha- I'm walking in with these credentials. I'm walking in with this experience. I'm walking in with this new knowledge, that sort of thing. I'm not wasting my time. Pouting because these people don't agree with what I know I'm called to do. <laughs>
0: okay. The Bible says all things work together sure. for good. Sure. I want you to read what my next question was.
1: Right here, this book mm-hmm. right here. You previously wrote that when you wanted to complain about bad days, you tell yourself, stop pouting and start preparing. That's wise counsel. Was it talk or words from mama? So this is what the Lord said to you. Literally. I remember, I remember praying this prayer. I remember it. I'm, I'm working. So I'm. Wow. Any anyone who knows me knows that I'm like a writer, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm always writing stuff for other people. So one thing I committed to for this year was finishing something um, that'll that'll happen in wow. later on this year. It's called. So the book is called based on that prayer. The book come is on called, book. <laughs> the book is called, and honestly, actually, I'm not even writing it like to sell it. Like I'm just writing it because I need to get it out. I think that's why I'm writing it. But it's called "Powder Prepare: A Millennial Black Woman's Journey to Ministry in the Deep South."
0: And so, <laughs> it's
1: so, silly. but I just, uh, it's not even that I want to sell. I just want to get it out. You know what I mean? Like I just got to get it off my chest, oh, but literally it was, I remember praying that prayer. And at first I was just like, dang, that's just so harsh. And then I, after a while, after I got over myself, right, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Why am I going to waste my time upset about what they're telling me I can't do when there is a world waiting on me mm-hmm. to do what I've been called to do. Oh it may gosh. not be here, and that's okay. Maybe I'm not called here, and that's okay. But if he calls me, there's a place for me to go. Period. Whether that's preaching, whether that's being a deacon, what, what, whatever you're singing, whatever you're supposed to be doing, if he gives you a call, there's a place for you to go. That was it. <laughs> it is rare
0: that I'm speechless. <laughs> It is rare that the words that I have written just don't meet the moment. Listen, thank you. you Hi, (laughs) George. Those words were for me. Wow, I believe it. Everything works.
1: Absolutely.
0: Stop pouting. Start preparing. Absolutely.
1: And and the deal is, I think we pout because our natural defense as human beings is to defend ourselves. Mm. Right, like. Wow. So there are two things. I was a control freak in my previous life.
0: Okay. So and... I don't understand why everybody keeps telling all of my business on these
1: episodes. <laughs> I was a control freak in my in my previous life. So let me tell you so I wanted the blueprint to everything that God had. I mean, get you know what? I think your plans are great. I just need you to slide me a blueprint. Just give me a timeline. <laughs> okay. So we can be in sync. Yes. Right? So we can and it's and it's hard because I think sometimes we think his will is supposed to agree with us. Mm. And it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Won't. He, he, it won't, right. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to agree with us. And so, I was the person who always, when I wanted the blueprint, I needed the date, I needed the time, give me the address, all this kind of stuff. And if it didn't happen by this time, then I got another alternative. Mm-hmm. But what happens when all your alternatives just get lost in the sauce? It's kind of like, oh, you got another plan? Got a wrench for your plans, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so what do you do other than submit? Right, yeah, that's um, the best one, absolutely. That's absolutely. the best, absolutely. Yep, wow.
0: I have other questions, <laughs> so many other questions, but I can't hold Crystal here all day, <laughs> literally, cannot. So let me ask this, though, as we've already discussed, life can and will Mm -hmm. take some twists and turns that we cannot oftentimes anticipate. However, as you pray and prepare for the next phase of your journey, you've already mentioned seminary. You've Mm -hmm. already mentioned um, a book, which now she got to come back and talk (laughs) about the book. Would you dare share with us? Yay. Your hope for the next five years where you dare to dream, dare to hope yeah. where your journey
1: will be. I want to remain joyful, mm. whatever that looks like, right? So, I mean, in, in short-term ways, uh, from a just a, a natural standpoint, um, I graduate from Baylor in May uh, with one, a second master's degree. And so I did some, turned in some applications for um, graduate, uh, my last graduate program, um, at least I think it is, (laughs) Um, another graduate program. And so I'll I'll learn about that. I'll find out about that towards the end of February, early March. Um, But right now, short term, uh, I'm looking forward to graduation. I'm looking forward to moving into another program. Um, you know, life has changed for me. And so as, you know, an airline stewardess or whoever would say, you're kind of free to move about the cabin. (laughs) So that's kind of where I'm at in life right now. Right. Um, so I want to, I want to be joyful. I want to be, and I want to be able to help somebody else find their joy. Mm -hmm. Like life, like the world is just full of, so I was, I was talking to somebody last night and I was just like, there are. Some things, I think I feel like there are some things that we encounter that are just avoidable, mm. that are just avoidable. And when you look at what happens in life, um, some people are dealing with some really real issues yeah. that are not just generated by you know some wanted drama, you know, because you just need you have an insatiable desire for Correct. drama, right? Mm-hmm. Like life is happening to them, right? And so, I think. In a quest for accomplishing my own goals and all that kind of stuff, there's a part of my life that has to take a step back and say, how can I help somebody else? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I help somebody else reach their goals? That sort of thing. I don't know what that looks like right now, right? I think I I was talking to one of my mentees and she was just saying, um, you know, I am, you know. Mom, I'm trying to 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 figure this out. You know, I feel she's. I think she's about 24, and she's okay. like, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. I feel like, you know, she's looking at Instagram and all these mm-hmm. other things think everybody has a life together, my like, girl? Please, nobody. And way. so, <laughs> and so she's just trying to figure it out. And I just told her, I was like, one, you're not figuring it out by yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody is trying to figure out something. Um, but stay faithful to what you're called to Mm -hmm. stay faithful to what you're called to. So I want to maintain my joy. I want to stay faithful to what I'm called to and I want to graduate (laughs) because I'm tired, (laughs) but jump it right back into another program. Right. And so then mean we'll see. I mean, I just want to be faithful to what I'm called to. I mean, literally that's it.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Where can they find you? Are you active on the social media? Oh my goodness! So I'm taking a little
1: bit of a height. Very it's, good. Uh, <laughs> um, since last November, but uh, my page is still active. So like you can go to Facebook. Um, I think it's under my name, Crystal Berry. Um, Instagram. I think it's Chrissy underscore Gail KB. Uh, Twitter is the same um even on tiktok isn't that crazy you on tiktok i'm on tiktok girl <laughs> i'm on tiktok it's kind of fun on tiktok so, i just you keep know. scrolling <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can find me on tiktok that sort of thing but yeah any of those platforms facebook instagram twitter tiktok
0: excellent so y'all i know she has dropped some amazing words of wisdom amazing amazing words let us know in the comments what you took away. Mm. If you cannot wait for the book, I know she, she's saying she <laughs> is writing it as a, a spiritual release. Yeah. We need it for our spiritual empowerment. <laughs> um, so let her know in the comments how much this has touched you and empowered you to help you move forward in your journey. Um, and we're going to get her back, right? Yes, yes. Um, I would normally close out the show, but because Minister Crystal is here, would you please close us out in yes, prayer? Yes,
1: of course. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much. Thank you for this platform. I honor you for Ashley. Thank you for her life. I thank you for her health and strength. I thank you for her creativity. I thank you for her empathy, for her wisdom, all the things that you have given to her to share with other people. Um, I pray that this platform wouldn't just be another platform, Mm. but I thank you that it is transformative. I thank you that the ground that it is on is fertile, fertile enough to help anyone wherever they are. Thank you for those people who are watching, those people who are listening for whatever stage they may find themselves in. Thank you that you give us joy that is indestructible. Mm-hmm. I thank you that whatever wherever we find ourselves, you are always present in those moments. So would you help us um, not to not to 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 focus on what's not right? Help us to focus on what can be. I thank you that you are in all things with us, through all things with us, and you empower us to do your work. Um, you are absolutely sovereign. I thank mm. you for how you have your hand in every situation. I thank you for how you have your hand on every single person. Now, would you help us to be better, not because we are good people, but because we are your children. Help us to navigate this life with your name in mind and your name in practice that we can be the best disciples that you have called us to be until you call us home we thank you for all things in jesus name amen
0: amen amen Amen. till we meet again on thursday every thursday bye friends